Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, we get to speak with Lee Chambers. He's a functional life coach, workplace well-being trainer, and a public speaker. He guides individuals to find their purpose and dissolve the barriers they are facing in their lives, then coach them week by week to move them closer to their vision of success. Open and honest conversation and deep relationships constitute the foundation of their coaching sessions. Let's find out what are the areas he helps individuals with as we listen in to this episode. Hey, Lee, thanks for coming on. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well today. Thank you for having me on Hacks and Hobbies, Jeanette. Awesome, man. So we met through, I can't even remember where we met. We met through, um, I think it was, it was Matchmaker. That's correct. Matchmaker.fm is a service provided by Pod, something Podit. Pod.co, I think. Pod.co, yeah. So there's a ton of podcasts. You know, there's about a million podcasts now. Uh, back in 2017, there's only 200,000 podcasts. And in the past three years, that number has gone up to a million. So Lee, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's going on? Where are you from? Where do you come from? Okay, so I'm based in Preston in the north of the UK. So it's close to Manchester. It's probably the biggest place that I'm close to here. And it's a pleasure to be on today speaking to people across the world. And that is one of the benefits of podcasting is that audio is really accessible. Uh, so I'm an environmental psychologist and a well-being consultant. And the main body of my work involves working within organizations mm. to increase health awareness of employees, to take leadership and management teams and help them build a culture of care in the business, uh, forge more sustainable practices, and really look at the business as a vehicle to astonish all the stakeholders, including their employees, their partners, their investors, and society as a whole. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very cool. So, Lee, tell us what, what, uh, what enabled you or what inspired you to become, you know, to become a personal coach, to yeah, become so- a life, to become, on becoming a life coach. What inspired you and how, how do you help? I mean, you just mentioned, you know, you, you help. Uh, inside organizations, but what inspired you to become this lab coach? Uh, so in many ways, it's a big part of my personal journey. Uh, when I was younger, I had a, you know, I had a relatively comfortable childhood, uh, never particularly affluent, but I found my way to university and I had an interest in understanding myself because I didn't understand myself. Mm-hmm. And that led me to have some quite difficult times at university with my own mental health. And I really found that I didn't have the emotional intelligence to kind of dig deeper 
and find out how I wanted to transition into becoming an adult and becoming a man. And I didn't really have much of a reference point. Mm. I didn't really, like I felt like I had the tools to find and dig into my limiting beliefs and really kind of understand what my purpose was. Um, so I then kind of focused on actually the best way for me to understand myself would be to help others. Mm. And that'll, that'll help me build the tools to understand myself. So I then went on a bit of a mission after graduating into the credit crunch and my graduate job, I was made redundant after six months. So that yeah. led me to think that if I'm going to, you know, forge a career for myself and take the professional development that I lost due to losing the job, mm. then I'll have to do it myself. So that led me on a path to study qualifications in nutrition for human performance and to learn how to coach people in soccer and football and that kind of personal development focus and getting those qualifications and that experience. It led me to working elite sport, which in turn yeah. made me see the amount of experimentation that's possible in the search for optimum performance. Uh, but also made me think these things could be applied for normal people without spending so much money and really help people, you know, make positive changes in their life and, you know, get closer to the potential on a day-to-day -day basis. So I then, unfortunately, in 2014, lost the ability to walk and that oh. really changed my worldview. Yeah. And I had a lot of time to become grateful for what I'd not been grateful for before. And think, how could I take my experience of getting back up onto my feet, my qualifications and the previous work that I've done and package it together to basically help people to get the best out of themselves, helping them to, you know, get past the beliefs that are stopping them, helping them to get more energy so they can, you know, go in the direction that they want to and helping them build habits and a mindset that, you know, propels them forward and gets them that momentum and consistency to, you know, in many ways, get the best out of themselves and empower them. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's so, it's so important to realize what, um, what luxuries or what gifts we have as human beings, right? Because it's, you never know when you're going to lose them. Oh, definitely. And I mean, our potential as human beings, it's, it's unknowable. We don't really know how high our potential is, Yeah. but we can sure take the path to start moving towards it. And we are very uh, intrinsically novel beings. So when we've got something, we very quickly lose the appreciation for having it. And we always are looking at the gap of what we've not got rather yeah. than the gain of what we do. And exactly. that leads us to, a lot of the time, especially for us in the Western world, mm -hmm. take all the comforts and all the abilities and everything that we have that's both accessible, that's not tangible, and that we have within our bodies for granted most of the time. Yeah. And again, in so many ways, we don't connect to that until we lose it. We're not very good at preventing things but in a crisis when we face with looking at something whether it be our mobility or our mortality or our financial standing 
when we hit that crisis, mm-hmm. all of a sudden we become really agile, really innovative and yeah. very, very thoughtful about it. It's really interesting, right? When, when you lose something, you, um, you're able to get back to it, but to be able to get back to it, you really have to make up your mind. You really have to push yourself. Oh, definitely. And if I kind of look back to me learning to walk again, I could have very easily sat in the wheelchair and hoped that my medication would fix me. Uh, But my wife was six months pregnant when I went into hospital originally. Mm -hmm. And when I got out, my wife gave birth to my daughter. And for me, that was a really big driver to get back walking again. And in many ways, I said to myself, I'm going to have the mindset and the resilience. And when my daughter starts walking, I'm going to be walking with her. Nice. And that power of why and the willpower to, you know, see that happen drove me to every day work on trying to get back on my feet and every day going into physio, rehab and hydrotherapy with a positive mindset that I can mm-hmm. make a little bit of progress today to be that yeah. bit closer to walking with her and that bit closer to playing in the garden with both of my children. Mm-hmm. And for me, that kind of, catalyzed and alchemized exactly the reason why you need to have a good connection and a powerful why to get up in the morning and make things happen and improve and I can, it's easy to see how if you, if you don't really see you know why mm. you should do something it's very difficult to have the motivation to do it but when you take ownership and actually think I want a better health outcome I want to you know get back on my feet mm-hmm. once become stronger i want the job that will fulfill me yeah. when you have that reason that passion you will you will go so much further to getting what you want and it's actually important sometimes to have a think about what you do actually want and really dig a bit deeper but when you've got that fire and that desire you know we become unstoppable in some ways absolutely no that's so powerful you know aligning that why why you want to, you know, get back on your feet and then aligning that with your daughter learning how to walk too. So that's a very powerful why, you know, you, there's a, I mean, you've got to do everything you can to get to that, to get to that destination. And I think that's a very, very important thing, having a very strong why. And that's something that I've been kind of struggling on it. You know, I, I knew the reason why I started a podcast I know the reason why I wanted to share my story and now it's, it's come to a point. So you got to have a different whys for different things that you're doing with your life too. Definitely. And it's kind of identifying, you know, the reason why you're doing, and I, I believe that we generally speaking have one over overline and underlying purpose. And that kind of surrounds, you know, being happy, reaching our potential and mm-hmm. helping others. But yeah. within that purpose, we have many, many missions to undertake. Yeah. And it's important to find the why behind the mission. So for me, when I got back on my feet and got walking, that kind of, I felt like a, a level of completion on that. And mm-hmm. then that separated out into a, a number of other missions yeah. including how can I help other people who are, who are in the same situation as me 
And that has led me to, you know, set up my life coaching business to become a wellbeing consultant. It's led yeah. me to coach in disability soccer to people who are also going through the struggles that I've gone through. Mm-hmm. It led me on a mission to optimize my sleep, my nutrition and my movement with the aim of becoming medication free. And that has now come to fruition. Yeah. Uh, by next month, I will be completely off any medication that controls my illness. Yeah. Controlling it through lifestyle alone. And again, that why and understanding that the medication that I was on to control my chronic disease, it controls it, but it's mm-hmm. also quite toxic. Yeah. So again, wanting to look after myself is a very, very powerful why. And looking at that in the long term, thinking when I'm 50, 60, 70, I still want to be mobile. I still want to be well. Yeah. And that, that involves the sacrifice of living healthily mm-hmm. the majority of the time. That's absolutely true, man. So, so tell us, you know, how, how do you walk somebody through a recovery plan or, you know, being a functional life coach, what are some of the things that you talk about uh, with companies or with people that come, uh, you know, uh, engage with your services? Yeah. So the kind of methodology behind how we work with individuals and focusing on that is what we first do is we really identify what the individual's goals are. And people, generally speaking, come with an idea of where they want to go. But we then dig a bit deeper to find, are those goals where you really want to go? So we kind of test the goals for why. Why do you want that particular goal? Yeah. Some people might come with things that they want. When they actually ask themselves why and dig a bit deeper, Mm-hmm. they want it but they actually want something they, they want that for a reason and that reason is the why and sometimes you might have to go you know six or seven layers down to mm-hmm. find out the true reason why they actually want that goal yeah so we kind of dig deeper and get right to the root of the reasons why they've got the goals they currently got and then we kind of look to find what's the underlying purpose Mm -hmm. all the things that have happened in your life your hobbies the friends that you have the things you enjoy the things that you the things that you found difficult the challenges and the positives the people that energize you and look to see if there's an underlying purpose that connects them all because quite often people when they look at it across the board realize that actually there's something that connects all these things Mm -hmm. all these all these experiences all the things that they connect to yeah. and it's kind of looking at how they're knitted together and seeing that there's trends that run across. So we take the why for the goals, we take the trends and we actually start to look what direction do you want to go in? What mountain are you going to climb? Mm. And we're going to help you right now. You're probably at the bottom of this mountain and there's quite a few base camps along the way that we need to work up to, but we're going to, get you a backpack we're going to get you some equipment give you the knowledge and the tools to empower you to help you walk up that mountain so once we've got that kind of vision and got them thinking looking up to the peak and that's my peak that's my purpose Mm. uh we work to optimize their nutrition the sleep and the movement so they've got more energy to climb that mountain yeah so we go through that process of looking 
And in many ways, sleep and nutrition and movement are very personal, mm-hmm. bespoke things. There's no point asking people to go and run if they right. don't enjoy running. Totally have the why. They need, they need, it needs to be aligned with what they enjoy. And everyone has exercise and movement that they quite enjoy. Yeah. And so often people are working off meal plans or exercise plans or sleep schedules, but they're designed for someone else. They're not designed for you. So my process works with building awareness of what generally works, mm-hmm. but then helping my clients to start experimenting what works for them. Yeah. Because we all have, we're all so bio-individual. We have our own microbiome. We have our own circadian rhythms. We have our own gut enzyme makeup. We have our own DNA. Exactly. We're all completely individual. So what works for one person is awful for another one. Yeah. And it's really about, I yeah. almost say to my, I say to my clients quite often, it's time for you to get a lab caught on like a scientist. Yeah. Start experimenting. Get that data. And when something doesn't work, don't worry about it. Don't attach emotions to it. Just yeah. think like you're back at school doing that science experiment and it went a bit wrong, but now you know how, it's, how to, you know, not to, how not to do it the next yes, time. Yes, exactly. Um, so that with that kind important. of uh, clarity, we then take them through and help them to start to unpeel some of the limiting beliefs mm-hmm. and dig a bit deeper into the things that usually they're carrying with them from childhood and early adulthood. And, start to really look at them and say, is that actually true? If we dig a bit deeper, we actually look at you and your self, your self identity and your self image, you know, you, you, you're quite often telling yourself, Oh, I'm not a people person. Right. Or I'm not good with money. Or am I good enough for this promotion? Can I, can I, I'm not very good. I'm not very good at learning. I can't go back and do this again. Yeah. And so often people are putting themselves up little barriers. And I kind of say those, those are big rocks on your journey up mm-hmm. the mountain. In fact, they could be cliff faces or sheets of ice. Yeah. But in many ways, some of these are obstacles you will need to get the tools to climb over. And some of them are obstacles that are like a mirage. It's actually not true. But you've told yourself it so many times that you begin to believe it. We do. Our self-conscious picks up on what we say to ourselves. And if we have a lot of negative self-talk over a long period, our self-conscious starts to believe it's true and just reflects it back so that you do believe that this is actually you, even if it's not. And sometimes it actually requires a few exercises where we ask people to go and ask other people what they think and getting that validation from other people that actually you know, you're really good at communicating. Absolutely. You end up highlighting hidden strengths that they didn't even know that they had. That's so powerful because once you know, like, you know, we, we talked about, you got to know your why, you got to have the right tools and you're providing them with the tools and upgrading their mindset to be able to climb that mountain, to cross that sheet of ice. You need different tools. Yeah. And having having access to those tools and have having access to somebody who knows, hey, you're going through this type of environment, you need these tools, versus you're going through this type of environment, you need these tools. It's similar to when some, somebody's doing, doing a triathlon, they need different tools to compete in each of those um, uh, 
what do you call those? Those yeah, the different events, the cycling, different events. Yeah, cycling. You need cycling boots. You need the cycle. You know that you're fitted on, so you're not. You know, you you don't mess up your knees or joints when you then have to get off and start running, and then you need your running shoes. So having those right tools to do could to go through each of the events in your life is super important. And that is very, very, you know, appealing and, and, and makes you realize, Hey, you can't use the same tools for everything. And like you said, you know, with your health, you got to know what's in your body before you start treating it, before you start taking advice from other people, before you, you know, you're reading articles and you're saying, oh, this works great for losing weight. This works great. But what works for somebody else may not work for you because you come for a different line of generations of people that have been eating different foods. So your microbiome stays with that generation and what's going to work for them is not something that's going to work for me. Exactly. And I think that's a really good analogy. Because if you imagine there's so many people who come out of the water on a triathlon, the triathlon yeah. of life, and they yes. put a lot of energy into swimming that expanse, and then they go out and jump on someone else's bike and wonder yes. why it hurts. Like, why is it hurting? Like, oh, you're you're on the wrong bike. You're, you know, you're too sprawled out. Um, your your arms are too wide open. You know, it's not going to work for you. Cost yeah. awesome. All right, so. Lee Chambers, thank you so much, man. It's it's been very inspiring hearing from you and talking you with you about the life coaching and how enabling enabling the people that you work with to shift that mind change to have access to the right tools that you're providing them. It's it's really awesome that helps them get to that next level to, you know, level up in their in their life. At this point of the, you know, interview i have a few questions quick uh quick chat questions and then um yeah let's so let's learn a little bit more about let, let's le, let's learn a little bit more about you so what got, is what is the one hobby that you wish you got into um i wish that i'd have got into in many ways mm-hmm. training my body earlier when i was younger mm because I didn't really take it seriously. And in many ways, I didn't start, you know, any kind of really exercise in a mindful kind of way until I was 25. Mm -hmm. And I kind of look back and wish I'd have started when I was 15. Yeah. No, that's a good point. You gotta, you gotta start early. So you know that you're, you're better set up for the future. Definitely. Awesome. All right. What did you want to be when you were a child? Uh, when I was a child, I wanted to be a racing driver. Oh, doesn't everybody? Oh, yeah. So, you know, the speed, <laughs> the thrill, the danger, and just being a hero still on a podium at the end. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I imagined I'd be. <laughs> nice, nice, awesome. Next one. What is your favorite movie or TV show? And this is my favorite, one of my favorite questions because yeah. I'm a huge movie buff. buff. So what is your favorite movie? Yeah, so strangely, I'm not a massive watcher of movies or TV because I find mm-hmm. myself quite busy. But the yeah. one movie that really sticks with me uh-huh. is Inception. Oh. So I'm obsessed about levels and about dreams. And that movie just, 
I sat there in it completely in floor for two hours. Nice. That is one of the greatest movies um, made for sure. The level of um, the level of inception <laughs> that you experience in it <laughs> is truly massive. All right, next one. So if you had an option, so you say you're not a huge movie watcher, but if you had the option to be a, to play a character in a movie, which one would it be? Oh, that's a good question. Um, in many ways, I still quite like a, a good superhero character. I'd quite like to be Batman. Oh, there we go. That's the one, man. So this is going to take us right into the next question. Who is your favorite superhero? That'll be Batman. That'll be Batman. <laughs> no questions there. All right, next up. If you were a board game, what would it be? I like to think of myself as Monopoly. Nice. You know, a little bit a of game. real estate, a little bit yeah. of finance, yeah. uh, building things. Nice. I love it. So, Lee, this was a really great conversation about your journey, about your motivations the hobbies that you wish you got into and all of the things that make up Lee Chambers. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast, man. Appreciate it. Where can my audience find you? Uh, so audience can find more about me at leechambers.org mm-hmm. and on Instagram at Essentialized Coach and Twitter at Essentialized. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. Have a wonderful day, sir. It was a privilege, Janet. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Hacks and Hobbies. You can find additional information on the guest today on their website, hacksandhobbies.com. Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on upcoming interviews with amazing guests. <laughs>